In today's video, I'm going to talk about forgiveness. What is forgiveness? Reasons people don't forgive. And how much should I forgive somebody? Uh, why should we forgive? And just look at a biblical understanding of forgiveness and hopefully to help you in your walk with Christ and make sure that you are forgiving others. So first off, what is forgiveness? So forgiveness is where we let go of something. We purge it from ourselves. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you trust this person or that you're not angry anymore, but it does mean that you don't hold anything against them. You're not holding a grudge towards somebody. In the church, we don't see a lot of forgiveness. We talk about it, but we don't really see it. And honestly, people in churches tend to hold grudges just as much as anybody else does on this planet. And we all need to work on ourselves to better ourselves, to forgiving others. So here's what forgiveness is not, okay? If we're going to know what it is, let's, let's, let's be clear on a couple of things. So number one, it is not condoning the wrong that was done to you, okay? Just because you're forgiving somebody doesn't mean you're saying, you know what? What you did was okay. It was the right thing. Absolutely not. That is not the case. And we actually see this in God's forgiveness towards us. When God forgives us, he's not saying, hey, what you did was okay. He's saying that I'm, I'm letting your sins go. I'm casting them as far as the east is from the west. Another thing that forgiveness is not is it isn't reestablishing broken trust. Just because trust was broken doesn't mean you can't forgive somebody. And it doesn't mean you give that trust back. It also doesn't mean that you aren't upset, okay? So you're going to be upset. You're going to still be angry. You have emotions. That's part of life. But that's not necessarily what forgiveness is. But it is not holding something against somebody. So here's some reasons that people generally don't like to forgive. Sometimes it's feeling shame. And not necessarily shame of what they did, but of what happened to them. Sometimes forgiving people makes us feel like we're letting the other person off the hook. You know, uh, we, we got to punish them a little bit. So I'm going to stay angry longer than I'm actually angry, or I'm going to try to be angry. And that's really not a biblical way to forgive. And honestly, it's not a healthy way to forgive. When we are hurt, we want others to know that they hurt us and how bad we are hurt. You see this with kids a lot. Kids, when they're angry, they blow up. They give it all to you. And I'm talking about really, really young children, okay? And we have to teach them not to do that. We need to teach them to control themselves. Not that, doesn't mean that they're not angry. We talk to our kids all the time. Hey, listen, we understand that you're angry, but you don't have to yell and scream about it. Let's talk about it. Let's use our words. Adults do this too, but it's a little bit more subtle. Look, forgiving someone is not letting them get away with what they did. Here's what we need to understand. In Romans 12, 19, Paul says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. And he's actually quoting Deuteronomy. We're not supposed to take vengeance. And showing our anger to someone and show, making sure they know that they hurt us. That's vengeance. That's part of vengeance. And that's not what we're supposed to do as Christians. Another issue that we have within forgiveness is instead of forgiving, we tend to cut people off. They should know what they did to me. And oftentimes this isn't the case. A lot of times people may hurt you and have no clue 
what they've done. Over the years, I've hurt people. And I had no idea. And I'll give one example. I was a youth pastor at a church, and I had a student that was very upset because I had made a joke that they did not find funny at all. They found it offensive. And I didn't mean for it to be that way. I had no idea that it hurt this individual, but it did. And interestingly enough, this person actually came to me later on, uh, probably about two months later or so, and finally said, hey, Wes, it really hurts my feelings when you say this joke, and here's why. I was like, oh, oh my goodness, I had no idea. I am so sorry. And this individual later brought it up, and they said, I was so bitter. And when Wes would teach his lessons, I, I couldn't listen to him because I, could, I was just thinking about that joke and how angry I was, and I had bitterness just dwelled inside of me. They finally forgave me, and that bitterness was gone. They were able to worship God. They were able to have a good time. And honestly, I was apologetic because I had no idea that I hurt this individual. It's important that we confront somebody that is wronged us. I've had people mad at me for years. And then finally, this individual will come and actually talk to me or I'll talk to them and we'll resolve the issue and everything's fine. But they've been holding on to bitterness for so long, they almost don't know what to do with it. Not confronting will all the time, every time will lead to issues of bitterness and it will fester inside of you and it will honestly hurt you in the long run. I actually have a friend who's... uh, She's 83 years old, but I, I, I promise you, she looks like she's in her 50s. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things she'll say, she says, you know what the key is to, to my long, healthy life and why I still look healthy and why I can still do all these cool things? And we said, what? She said, forgiveness, not holding grudges on people. Letting those things go is such a relief. I have a new rule as a pastor. Used to, I would hear something that I had upset someone, somebody was upset with me for some reason, and I would want to go confront them, but the individual that told me about it would say, oh, no, they told me that in confidence, and it's like, okay, hold up. This is not a biblical way to handle this. Here's how it should work, and here's how forgiveness should work in in the church. If somebody has a problem with somebody, they need to go talk to them. Now, Some people, it may be kind of scary to go in front of them. Okay, so take somebody with you. And I actually made this a rule, and I told anybody that if they were going to tell me that, hey, so-and-so is mad at you because of this, here's what I would tell them. I said, tell that individual that they have two weeks to come and talk to me. If they don't, they're going to come talk to me, and then I'm going to go talk to them. And I confront them nicely and gently to resolve these issues because I've had people mad at me for years, and I have no idea why, they've, why they're mad at me. And then eventually they'll come up and they'll say, oh, well, this. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that I offended you. Will you please forgive me? We need to make sure that as we're forgiving people that we're really letting go. And we're actually talking to those people. Resolve the issue. Don't just let it sit there. We don't like confrontation. Hardly anybody likes to do it, but it's biblical. It's something that we're supposed to do. And we can see that in Matthew 18, uh, starting in verse 15. And uh, Jesus actually says, hey, if, if somebody's in sin, you know, call them out. Or if somebody's wronged you, call them out. And then if, uh, or talk to them gently, I should say, not necessarily call them out. 
but talk to them. And, and if they repent, great. If they don't, take a friend with you next time and say, hey, I, we really need to discuss this and try to resolve this issue. But instead, we often just gossip about it. And we often just tell other people, hey, this person said this to me and this person did that and that's evil, you know. Uh, but they never actually talk to the person and they never resolve the issue. That's not biblical. We are supposed to confront each other with our issues. So try that next time that's, that you're mad at somebody. Confront with them and say, hey, this really upset me when, when, when we said this. And you know what? It may not go great. They may blow up on you and say, you're ridiculous or something like that. And that's not humility. And if that's how they do it, fine. Matthew 18, look at verse 15 and following. He says, take a friend with you and go with them. This is incredibly important. Now, in that same scripture in Matthew, starting in verse 22, uh, or a little bit earlier, Peter says, okay, Lord, if somebody wrongs me, how many times should I forgive this person? And Jesus says, not seven times, but 70 times seven. Now, some people are like, okay, that's 490. I don't think we're supposed to count, okay? I think that we are supposed to forgive, here it is, how God, God in Christ forgave us. We see that in Ephesians 4, 31. Paul says, forgive how God in Christ forgave you. That's incredible. Now, last week, I gave a gospel message, and uh, I'm going to leave a link right up here. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> but God forgives us as all sin, no matter what. There is nothing we can do. There is nothing so bad that God wouldn't forgive us of our sins. So why should we forgive other than God telling us to? It loosens our nerves and anxieties. Like I was saying earlier about the 80-year-old friend that my, my family has, they said the, the key to her long life and her health that she has, I mean, she's incredibly healthy. She says, Forgiveness. <laughs> Honestly, forgiveness. Guys, it gives us peace. Holding on to another wrongdoing will destroy your health. It is incredibly taxing on your body. I get it. We don't want to make that person think, hey, what you did was okay. You know, I forgive you. Yeah, uh, go ahead and do it again. No, that is not what forgiveness is. Look at the forgiveness that God gives us. He he doesn't say, hey, your sin's okay. No problem. Just do it again. It's all good. No, we should repent, turn from that sin, try not to do it again. Now, are we going to do it again? Yeah, probably. But we need to work through that. Have some accountability. Have somebody work with you. Pray. Dig into the Word. Get to know God even more. Realize the depravity of our sin. That was one thing that I really didn't understand for the longest time was really just how sinful I was. When we learn how sinful we are, we can really appreciate God's forgiveness of us and then realize how much we should forgive people just as much. And it, it's not even close to what we've done towards God. Now, let me give you an example of this. This is a, a personal example that happened to me. So my first sermon that I ever preached was on fasting. And I was studying it, learning about it. And one of the types of fast that I was trying to do is it meant to cover the mouth. And it was, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to drink, and I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to keep quiet all day. And if you know me, I like to talk, so that's kind of difficult. But I did it, okay? I, 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 was, I was quiet, um, 
the whole uh, the whole day up until obviously I had to preach that evening. And um, it was interesting because as soon as I got around people, my first class was at eight o'clock in the morning. And within 15 minutes of the lesson, I realized how sinful I was. And you want to know why? Is because the only I found that the only time I had to stop myself from saying something was when I wanted to say something ugly to somebody. Like, you're stupid. Why don't you understand this? <laughs> there was never a point where I was like, you know what? You look nice today or say something nice about somebody. There wasn't this urge. The only time I had to stop myself and to, to remain fasting was to stop myself from saying evil things. And I was like, oh my goodness, Lord. <laughs> I, I started to feel pretty good about myself before. You know, I was like, you know, Lord, I've come a long way. I've changed a lot. I'm not cussing anymore. I'm not drinking or doing any drugs or doing any of this stuff. I'm doing pretty good, but Lord, I know that I'm a sinner. Can you please show this to me? And he did. He did very, very quickly. And I realized how much of a sinner I was because I knew what was in my heart. I wanted to say ugly things about people rather than nice things. And I still realize how sinful I am. And I realize that God forgave me. Now look at this. God, perfect being, us, not even close to perfect, sinning all the time, since I was a kid, always just sin, 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 sin. And God forgives me through Christ. Okay? Me, not perfect being, sinner, saved by grace. <laughs> Other person, sinner. Everybody else on this planet, sinner, just like me. I have no excuse. I have to forgive them. If I'm going to forgive how God and Christ forgave me, then there's nothing that you can do, that there should be nothing that you can do to where I would say, you know what? I'm done with you. I'm not forgiving. I'm not letting it go. Goodbye. Get out of my life. That's not what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to let go of these things and we're supposed to give it to God. Now, it's a whole lot easier to say than it is to do. This takes practice, guys. If you're mad at somebody, go and try to talk to them. If somebody has hurt you, go and talk to them. If you're not sure what to do first, go and talk to somebody. Talk to your pastor. Talk to somebody that holds you accountable. Talk to your mentor. Uh, feel free to reach out to our ministry. I, I would love to help you kind of walk through the the stages of forgiveness. It's, it's pretty difficult to do, but it is something that we are commanded to do by God. Thanks, guys.